Unfiltered by Jade. Jade. Welcome to the Unfiltered by Jade, where we get out of the box and dive into topics that are sidelined. I look forward to entertain, educate, and inspire. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, donate, and make everybody know about it. Beats by RB Records. Shopping assistance, your style, your budget. Our services include online and local shopping for individuals and businesses, personal shopping, purchasing of company and office supplies, importing and exporting small packages across Jamaica and worldwide, and helping you find unique gifts and items for all events and occasions. Contact us at 876-919-5195 or shoppingassistance2015 at gmail.com. Shopping Assistance, your style, your budget. Welcome back to the Unfiltered by Jade. Today we have with us Kim Burley Burgett. She is a special education liaison and education and professional development consultant. Hi, Kimmy. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. And how are you? I'm well. Thanks for asking. Yes. <laughs> and thank you again for being on the show. All right. So today I want to talk about autism. I want to speak about how to deal with an autistic child. First of all, I want you to tell us like, what is autism for those who don't know? Okay. Well, autism is a developmental disorder and it's brain-based. And in simple terms, you could say that their brains are wired a bit differently from typical individuals. Autism also affects them in three ways. It affects their social skills, their communication skills, as well as behavioral interaction. What, what are some of the symptoms of autism? <laughs> now, that's a very loaded <laughs> question because autism is a very complex disability, so it manifests itself in different ways. So there are numerous symptoms, mm-hmm. but some of the basic ones that people typically observe are that individuals with autism oftentimes don't make eye contact. Mm. Awesome. So when you're having a conversation with them, they might look away from you or they're looking off to the side, but never looking directly into your eyes. How our society would like for individuals to converse, that's not the norm for them. Also, they... um have difficulty talking about their emotions and their feelings. They are oftentimes very concrete and literal in their conversation or communication. Also, they are very strong when it comes to remembering details and facts. But I want to back up a little bit for you because when you say define autism and talk about symptoms, autism is a spectrum. So there is not one way that an individual with autism is going to present. 
When I say that it is a spectrum, you might have individuals who are highly verbal, and you might have individuals who have no language at all. So there's wide variation among individuals on the spectrum. So therefore, each individual is going to present very differently. There's a saying we use in the autism community is, when you know one child with autism, you know one child with autism. Mm. When do you start seeing the signs of autism? Some um, Typically before the age of two for some individuals, but lots of individuals are also um, diagnosed in their later years, some as late as being in adulthood. Oh, okay. So they wouldn't have been showing anything prior to that? They may very well have been showing symptoms, but it depends upon the knowledge level of parents to recognize those symptoms as being something that they should get um, evaluated. Okay, okay. And that's that's the next question. How is it? How is it diagnosed? Can you just diagnose yourself or can we Google it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me say that there is no medical test, like a blood test. There's nothing like that that exists that's going to diagnose an individual with autism. But for younger kids, um, infants, you know, we take our children to get regular checkups at the doctor, well check visits, where you're de- checking to see if they're developing appropriately. So for these particular kids, they are going to be assessed along the way. And typically, I believe it's at their 24-month well-check visit that they were more specifically checked for signs of autism. I'm not a medical professional, so I don't know per se the specific tests that they um, give them at that moment. But typically, it's questionnaires that the parents have to fill out very in-depth questionnaires um, about the child's behavior. So if a child does show signs or red flags, as we could say, of being on the spectrum, that child is further um, recommended for other evaluations, such as psychological evaluations of their cognitive abilities, their language abilities, behavioral observations, um, speech therapy assessments, those types of things. And if the individual is older, it's typically done through surveys where the parents or the caregiver would complete surveys, which would um, send up the red flag that, hey, that we believe that this individual is on the spectrum. So guys, don't look, don't look for Google. Don't look at it at Google. Try and get professional. Or <laughs> a trained. <laughs> trained person to do this. Definitely. Uh, what are some of the contributing factors of autism? Like there's no medical test, there's also not any research that says there is one thing that contributes to autism. So like you just said, what are the contributing factors? One could be having a family member who has already been diagnosed of being on the spectrum. Um, Another is having older parents. We tend to see a lot of individuals who have a diagnosis of autism tend to have parents who are above um, the age of 50. Mm. Yes. And also, there are certain genetic conditions that can contribute to autism as well as prematurity and low birth weight. 
But there's also other research that states that there could be some environmental factors, such as air pollutants or viral infections. But again, it's very still in research stages, although autism is have, has been around for a while, there is no clear definitive thing that they can point to that says this is what causes autism. Okay, understood. Understood. Um, what are some of the resources available to help a child with autism? And that varies depending upon where you're located. But here in the States, um, your first point of contact is your child's pediatrician. Because like I said, they're going to do those well check um visits with your child and conduct the assessment so they will be able to direct you to local resources but let's say that the individual being diagnosed is already school age your school is a great resource for where your child can access services Um, also there are advocacy groups such as autism speaks who has a wealth of resources online, regardless of what state you live in. Um, And individuals with those types of organizations can direct you more specifically. Okay, okay. How can family and friends support a child with autism? Learn about autism. Google comes in. Yes, learn what is autism? What what are the characteristics of autism? How do individuals act with autism? Because like I said, one child with autism is one child with autism. Everybody is different. But the more informed you are about autism, the more supportive you can be to that child and to that family. Because believe me, the family needs your support Mm -hmm. and understanding because oftentimes people can see families of children who have autism and that child might be having a difficult day. They might be, you know, yelling, screaming and crying. What the family doesn't need is for you to pass judgment on them because that child's behavior in that moment is a result of his his or her autism, meaning that the behavior for that child is a form of communication because he or she can't adequately communicate his or her wants and needs in the way that you and I want to. Mm-hmm. So they utilize what has worked for them in the past and what is working for them in that moment, which happens to be their behavior. Um, also, remember that that child is not autism. He or she has likes and dislikes and strengths and weaknesses, just like you and I do. So try to see the child, the family as individuals and not as the disability. And schedule schedule play dates and family time and invite them over and include them. That is what children with autism need. That is what their families need. And give them money to patients. Give them money to more patients. Oh, definitely. So I want you to tell us where we can find you. Uh, I'm so old school. <laughs> I am so old school. I You can find me at, at Jess Kimmy B on Instagram. But when I say old school, email works best. <laughs> Kimmy.bergen at gmail.com. So thank you so much again for being on the podcast. Really, truly appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Anytime that I can support the autism community, I'm definitely going to do that.
and thank you so much for supporting the community and talking about it. We don't need to only speak about it during, you know, autism week or autism month. It's something that we need to speak about on a daily basis. Anytime that we can talk about it, because this affects people not only in those months, but every day. So thank you so much for the input that you have given. Thank you. Sure. And thank you to the listeners for listening to The Unfiltered by Jade. And we'll be back next week, Tuesday. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh.